This is Conversations with the Lincolnite. Hi to our listeners. We're back with a new podcast and I'm really excited to introduce you to today's guest, Ruchi Agawal. Hi Ruchi, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you, thanks for having me. Ruchi is a marketing and strategy professional with over two decades of experience, including a past role as marketing director for Microsoft and now works as director of business development at the University of Lincoln Business School. Now I first met Ruchi um, at an introduction to the 2018 TEDx speakers and it's fair to say I was quite blown away by Ruchi's theories on uh, success and how we have these amazing abilities within ourselves to succeed and also your talk on the sticky floor it's still available on YouTube as well isn't it Uh, that was from the TEDx talks in Lincoln and I recommend a watch it's a great presentation and it really has a kind of awakening effect to anyone looking at um, uh, moving up in their kind of work environment so Ruchi let's start by if I could just ask what is the sticky floor Okay, right. You know, everybody talks about a glass ceiling and it's a well-known fact that, you know, there are uh, theories proven and practical examples of where sometimes, especially women, can't reach their potential because there is some perceived or real glass ceiling available, which blames somebody else for the lack of progression of self. So there's a glass ceiling and I can't progress in my career. There's a glass ceiling and I couldn't take up that role. Or there was an external barrier and I couldn't reach out because maybe even family considerations came in the way. Now, all of these glass ceiling moments to me felt like there was an, you were blaming, we were blaming an external source on stopping us from progressing. Uh, Now, it, it really made me think about whether stopping you from progressing is really someone else's fault or someone else's opportunity to progress ahead of you. Or is there something else that we could do ourselves? And in that vein, the term sticky floor proposes quite an opposite look of the glass ceiling saying there's nothing possibly that's stopping us uh, from progressing externally in as much as possibly sometimes we are stuck on a sticky floor ourselves so sticky floor really is a concept that that get that you know was was born out of the fact that there is a f- movement upward that we can do for ourselves but we are choosing to stay stuck on it and the es- essence of sticky floor is that the ability to get off that sticky floor lies in our hands and isn't it a better way to look at something we can do and feel more empowered than blaming something we can't do and that seems to be externally forced on us so while both may be real let's do what we can and not focus so much on what we can't control what made you begin thinking about this concept was it something in your own life was it something in in other people's careers that you were beginning to notice there was that um I don't want to say excuse, but um, the the glass ceiling barrier that, yeah. that people were facing. Okay, that, that's that's very interesting, actually. Um, you know, as a person who worked in the corporate world for for many many years, um, I got the opportunity to present at many platforms. Um, and as I rose in my career, like everyone does, you know, many number of years of experience, you do fairly okay, and you know, you you uh, rise into taking more responsibility. So the opportunities to speak at platforms and impact and influence from a stage. Uh, were quite a few. Now, in those conversations, I would find that people would come up to me and talk about their journeys intrinsically because you were speaking from a stage and when you got off, they would naturally come towards you. And I found that a lot of women started coming towards me. The questions they had became quite similar and quite clustered. The questions were, how do I progress in my career? How do I make myself ask for what I want 
to do. But you know what? I can't because something is stopping me. Um, I stand by the wayside and I watch other people get ahead and I feel so bad because I know I have the same skills. But why can't I go and ask for it? And I started seeing the same questions again and again. The, the, the only thing they would ask for a solution was, how did you do it? Can I replicate that? Yeah, mm -hmm. And as that voice grew, I began to look at it to say that there is something happening in here which probably can help us all to realize where we are stuck and what we can do and where do the solutions lie. Mm -hmm. Now, it was actually at a platform in Las Vegas um, when I was traveling about four years ago uh, where I came across this term, sticky flow. It, it was a term already there in the US. However, when I researched that term, it always referred to the lower skilled jobs where people felt stuck they couldn't progress out of. But that concept, I thought, mm. struck a chord in me. And I, I put that in parallel to the conversations I had had over all the years of speaking on platforms. And I thought that's so applicable. If you add off the sticky floor, it creates a momentum and an expression that can probably help us, especially women, and I'll come to that in a bit, mm. help us find ways to get moving for what we believe we can do. And the application of that or the, or the, the momentum of hearing that term, finding the context of it in the conversations I'd had mm -hmm. in women wanting to progress and in them wanting solutions on how to do it all suddenly made sense. And this was about uh, four years ago when I heard it, but about two, year, two years ago, it was about in 2017, that I actively started speaking about it and joining it up as an opportunity to test what it meant to an audience when I went on stage. So it was actually at the University of Lincoln in 2017 January, 2018 January at the Be Inspired series where I spoke about it formally for the first time. And off the back of that, um, that, that lecture that I gave of the Be Inspired series, the response I got was tremendous. And that's when I thought I'd found something in there. And there was something in there that needed to be explored. And that was getting off the sticky floor as a concept. Mm. What was the feedback that you were hearing? And was it mainly professionals? Was it mainly women? You know, um, I asked myself that question while formulating this further and saying that, what does it mean? And I tested it out with a few people saying, you know, what does sticky flow mean to you once I've put, you know, my part of the yeah. story out? And it was so interesting because sticky floor suddenly got a context in a personal life. It shall always be developing, but it developed into a concept which meant we know we are capable, we know we are able, but we are still not doing it. But it's different from procrastinating. Procrastinating is a completely different science. This is about progressing on achieving something. And uh, this is about the context of professional progressing, but also personal progressing. For example, I want to, I, I want to write a book. And I know I can write a book. I've got this author sitting in me. But there is something stopping me from you know, getting up and going and doing it. But I know I can do it. What is it that will make me come off that sticky floor? Well, that will possibly lies in my hands. There's nothing stopping me to doing, from doing it. Yeah? Time is an excuse very often. So it became relevant and contextual that it was both professional and personal that this could be applied to. In my own personal life, I started using the term sticky floor and I found, my goodness, you know, there's small opportunities that are sticky floors and there are large opportunities where you find yourself stuck with the sticky floor. So people started playing back both personal and professional to me. The interesting bit I also found was that I thought it started out as women and their profession. Mm -hmm. And I still believe that's a large opportunity for us, especially as you know, uh, women professionals who feel sometimes we are on our sticky floor and it's nothing else stopping us but ourselves. But equally, 
a man came up to me post my TEDx conversation in June when I presented at TEDx and he says, Ruchi, why did you pitch that at women? He actually came and confronted me. <laughs> so he says, why did you pitch it at women? I find myself equally on a sticky floor mm, at times in my profession. And that made me think, right, you know, there is obviously universal appeal mm. in this context. Mm. Uh, however, my, my immediate interest or my first interest in writing up about this, uh, I feel, is to take up women and leadership in the context of, of the sticky Why floor. is that? Is it because of your own experiences as a woman in business or is it because you think women face more barriers? You know, I, I just feel that given my experience uh, in life, given that I have I've worked for a number of years, I've achieved a few things uh, like a lot of other people have, of course, and people begin to want to learn lessons from your experience. One of the things I feel I can bring to the table is what I call bringing experience to life. And if I'm going to be true to what I've experienced and bring it to life, then women and leadership becomes a natural one mm -hmm. because that's possibly the place that I'm working in right now. Mm -hmm. And what I find people play back to me as a word is inspiring. You're very inspiring. And you can perhaps be inspiring only when you're authentic and you've lived through it yourself. So for me, women and leadership becomes a very natural platform because that's what I've lived through. Mm -hmm. So some of the barriers uh, that I've faced for myself, I've seen, I've experienced, I've felt. And the... I think the whole deal is about being able to package up those experiences and put them in a way that inspires other people. And if that can be put out, uh, women and leadership are very close to my heart. And I find that a story to tell. And hence, I probably am going to start from that place and then take it further from there and extend into various domains. Yeah, I mean, that makes it makes sense. <laughs> and it's a concept that's a very personal one um, yeah. um, to you. Have you ever found yourself on the sticky floor? And what did you do? Oh yeah, absolutely. I find myself in the sticky flow at all time. Now that the concept is embedded, I find myself in the sticky flow so often, like I said, from personal situations where I know I've got to do something. I'll give you an example. You know, I, I've learned the Indian form, uh, dance form of Bharatanatyam when I was a little girl. So I've danced the Indian form for 13 years and I dropped out at university, like a lot of people drop out at moments of life of university. Now there's a tutor available in Lincoln and I want to pick it up and learn. I'm not doing it. I would love to do it because it's my passion. I'm not doing it. And I know I can do it. And I know I'm a graceful dancer. And I know I'll enjoy it. I'm just not doing it. Because there are various things that you can you know, find yourself not moving because of. But there is the capacity and capability to do it. So identifying what can make me do it is going to be part of this whole study that we are now placing ourselves to get across. Are you going to get off that sticky floor? Are you going to get on the, on, on the dancing <laughs> instead? I, I think I do want to. The, the easiest excuse is time. That's the simplest thing to hang a hat on. In, in women and professional achievement, a, a lot of times it's about, it's about confidence and what can lend me confidence. Why can I not put my hand up when I know I can do that better? A lot of people listening might be thinking, oh, you know, well, I've been in the same position at work for a number of years and can't seem to progress, but I just don't see that there's the opportunities for me or I don't know where to go or what to do from here. What would your advice be to those people? So, you know, it, it's very easy to put advice out from, from experience and uh, the TED talk that you were referring to, the TEDx talk, does have some starting points of, you know, what we can do, which are in our hands to do. For example, and I'll, I'll put some out, uh, one is recognizing that we in ourselves are a personal brand, right? And how often have we actually sat back to analyze what our personal brand is? How are we getting visible to ourselves and to people around us? How, what are the attributes that we're carrying with us that we want people to recognize us for? Because opportunities open when people know you better mm -hmm. and they might as well know you in what you want them to know you for 
very authentically. Second, for example, is the power of networking. Yeah, unless you put yourself out there, unless you get over that barrier of, oh my God, networking is not for me, we won't be able to go out and reach people. And if we don't reach people, the opportunities just will not come to you. So there aren't opportunities for me out there is, is a perceived notion of not opportunities not being there. But there are small ways through experience of various women that I've seen where opportunities you create for yourselves. Again, how you do it, there is uh, mentoring available, which I think is such a beautiful concept of whether formal or even informal mentoring. You know, if, if one is able to recognize that, you know, a mentor could be beneficial for me, a mentor can open up these opportunities for you. But that's the whole thing about the sticky floor, that um, there are ways to get off the sticky floor in our experiences collectively. And the idea of, you know, what we're going to get into, which is the study of the sticky floors concept, is about unearthing those opportunities and also those reasons why we get stuck on that in the first place. Do you think there's perhaps more pressure on people, on professionals today to succeed, to um, to grow, particularly when there's the risk of falling into that comparison trap on things like social media? Wow, that's a deep question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you're naturally more visible today. There's no place to hide. Let's put it that way. Yeah? There's no place to hide. Uh, secondly, you're seeing stories of people who choose to post the best of what they do. Mm -hmm. So there is pressure, tacit pressure that's created because they're posting the best of what they do. Mm -hmm. But your life is real. You suddenly compare to that and say, oh my God, mine is not as beautiful. My holiday wasn't as nice or, mm -hmm. you know, it's not as happy. I've got my moods, but they don't seem to have moods. Naturally, it creates a very, you know, a, a normal wave of pressure, I guess, in, in today's world. But um, I think looking beyond that, and if you can look beyond that, there is an achievement in all of us which is possible and the whole um, success is not about comparing to anybody else but actually comparing against yourself of how you're moving your own needle forward. How do you measure your think, success? I think keeping um, small goals of what you want to achieve mm. and achieving them and realizing what joy it gives to you and why you started that in the first place gives success. Now if success were comparative only then we would probably never get successful. But it's, it's about measuring against your own little goals. You know, I want to do this next. Well, let me work towards achieving it. And I think that's possibly the only way to keep sane. Otherwise, uh, you keep chasing after something which is too big to achieve ever. The sticky floor is... Um I suppose you could say is is off the sticky floor itself for you. Um, it's 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 out there. A lot of people are catching on. Um, you've you've spoken at some at some huge events, and you're now getting um, people who are speaking to you about their experiences and practicing it. Um, what kinds of things are you hearing? What kinds of um, experiences are people having whilst um, practicing this kind of new concept? You know, it's 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 really interesting the feedback that I get um, informally after each talk of the sticky floor. Um, it started out with an email I got the day after I spoke at the Be Inspired series at the university, where the next morning a uh, friend known to me um, wrote to me and said, I never knew what I was sitting on was called the sticky floor. And I now know it's a sticky floor. I haven't done this action, but now I know I will because I know what to call it. So what's so interesting is that people have suddenly found this hook that they now know what to hang their excuse on. And once you know the hook to hang your excuse on, you know, you start to think, what can I do about it? Mm. But earlier it was just, you know, the, the item was just lying around, kicked about somewhere. Now it's hanging on that hook mm. and that hook is called the sticky floor. And I think 
the the most valuable story to me has been uh, the ones in which people have are not experiencing anything new, but they know what it's now called. Mm -hmm. Because suddenly, when they know what it's called, they can think about what to do about it. So it's that first step that it's enabled someone to take, which a solution can then be found for. Um, I'll give you an example of a story where a, a, a lady told me that you know she was offered a promotion, and she said no to that promotion for various reasons, and her her boss told her that oh if it were a man he would have taken it up and she lived with the thought of that comment from him being sexist for a number of years before she realized you know actually i was on my sticky floor and the the notion of what i thought that comment was for so many years was actually not true it was because he saw me on a sticky floor and me not able to get out of it that he was trying to get me off it mm -hmm. so she then took action on how she realized the concept was affecting her and what she could now do rather than blaming his comment of it being sexist she saw it in completely new light and took some action on it so examples like this come out all the time of you know what one could have done i find so many women entrepreneurial in nature and it is amazing the world it's opened me up to small businesses that they want to start from home small things they know they can do some women who are tired of a corporate life but and they have an interest or a hobby that they want to convert to a profession but are not able to take that jump mm -hmm. those are all examples of sticky floor mm -hmm. i want to start my business i just don't know how to have the guts to do that mm -hmm. it's what fear. does is it, it fear? take is it fear is it fear of course of yeah there's fear there's a lot of fear in that as well fear mm -hmm. of various kinds fear of not knowing people fear of approaching marketing fear of you know putting yourself out there mm -hmm. how can i talk about mm -hmm. myself what does it take to do that so these are all causes of you know what might land us up Uh, on a floor which we're calling as a sticky floor mm. we are not able to push ourselves out but all these women know that they will be successful they know that they'll do really well because they're passionate about that topic they know they want to do it they're just not doing it should they take a leap or and you know drop everything and go for it or should they gradually start to explore Well, there's a science behind taking a leap, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it, 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 I don't think it should be totally an art of how big a leap you can take, but it's a, a measured leap, a, a, a science-led leap, which is uh, you've obviously got to do your homework. But if you don't take that step, if you don't start doing your homework, if you don't move towards it with, with determination, you will stay on that sticky floor and keep blaming the fact that oh, I couldn't be an entrepreneur because because I didn't have time, I couldn't be an entrepreneur because I wasn't permitted to, or because my contract said so, or because I needed the finances. well the point is you are on a sticky floor if you play it the right way if you start taking those steps you'll find your way off that sticky floor and i think that's the idea that if you feel you're capable if you feel you can there are some solutions out there simple solutions you can take to start feeling better about it feeling more confident and taking that step as more people are being inspired by this idea your your concept itself is also taking off and snowballing um you mentioned possibility of a book coming up can you tell me a little bit about what the future has in store for you yeah you know the, this this whole idea of wanting to spread this out uh, is born from the fact of the intensity of reactions i'm getting from this concept everybody i meet uh, and who gets exposed to the concept tells me ruchi there's something so good going in this i felt it my friend felt it look it's so inspiring now we finally know what it's called this makes me believe that there is a much wider good that this concept can do if it goes out outward and there are some 
some ways and means of doing it in today's connected world, isn't it? One of them, of course, is continuing to speak about it, continuing to inspire people. But the world today gets inspired by storytelling. And for me, storytelling is what I want to capture this concept in because it is a lived experience that a sticky floor can actually showcase and show a solution for. So I'm looking at capturing a lot of this, hopefully through storytelling in a book, which can be read in bits, give inspiration, and yet have a wholesome conceptual feel about it. And the way we are, we are planning this and why we are you know, looking at creating this in the context of, of, of where I am, which is a university, is that I wanted to, from these stories, bring out a model of what creates a sticky floor in the first place. So we're looking at causes that create a sticky floor and solutions of getting off that sticky flow. And the solutions are going to be told by stories. And uh, with me, I have a collaborator in an academic as well, Rochelle Hines. Uh, she's my collaborator as an academic, who me with the industry experience and Rochelle with her you know, academic hat on, we are putting our forces together and trying to explore deeper into the causes of getting on a sticky floor and then the ways in which women have successfully got off it for that first book, which is going to be around women and professional women. So that's what we're looking oh, at doing. Awesome. So exciting. So when can people expect to perhaps um, get their hands on a copy? Oh. Or <laughs> oh my goodness, I wish I could put a timeline oh, to okay. it. Sometimes I find myself quite honestly on a sticky floor, right yeah. on a sticky floor. I think uh, you can definitely it's, apply it. <laughs> it is, absolutely. I apply it to myself saying, my goodness, I need, I need to write. I need to collect. I need to go out and do this research because it is those powerful stories that need to be told. Mm. And it's a collection of those powerful stories, which is not uh, going to happen by itself. What's it your method? Are you going to go out and meet with people, um, hear their stories? or? Um... Yeah, you're, we're going to meet people and we're going to go global. So this is actually a global study that we are initiating, uh, Rochelle and I. And uh, it's going to go out globally, both through meetings and through virtual means. So we've set up a number of interviews virtually as well, where people will be interviewed not only for the stories they have, themselves and we find them but also for the people who've got in touch with us that they want to, to tell their story. I already have a database of a number of women who volunteered to be telling their story to us. It's so interesting I have a collaborator after a conference that I presented in another university um, called the Pearl Conference which is public engagement for all through research at Lincoln. Um, the lady was in the audience and she came to me after hearing the concept of my presentation and she said Ruchi, can I work with you in some way? And I said, what would you like to do? And she said, I'm a musician. Can I bring to you the sticky flow stories of women musicians who knew they could do it and who have just not done it? So it was so interesting to see that slant. Suddenly you're beginning to see these niche uh, stories coming out mm. of women musicians or women professionals or you know men at work or teenagers or there could be so many angles to it. And it just opened my eyes up to, you know, how, how applicable this concept is. And I, I'm definitely in touch with her saying, of course we can. The answer is always yes, of course mm -hmm. we can do it. This and is it. And it just it opens your eyes as to how you can apply it to everyday situations as well as, um, you know, in the professional environment, and regardless of your age or, uh, you know, your background. And, and I'm hoping that, you know, these stories can be told not only through the book, but also through digital medium. So we, uh, we uh, are talking to a BBC journalist as well right now who um, has shown an interest in collaborating with us, collecting those stories and possibly converting them into a series of either podcast stories or into a series of documentary stories, which will tell the story of the sticky floor through their 
through their lens, wow. each one of them separately. We'll watch this space. <laughs> Just lastly, Ruchi, if I can finish off, what would be your uh, top tips for getting off the sticky floor if you were to hone it in on, on a couple of uh, tips for us today? Okay, finally in the output, I don't want the tips to be mine. I want the tips to be you know, told by the people who are experiencing it. But having my own experience you know, on the sticky floor at various moments of time, I would say there are, there are a couple of things that I did which helped me and which can help others. And the first thing is being aware of, you know, who you are and the power that you can wield, the power and the confidence that you have within yourself. You need to believe in that first. And I call that a personal brand. And just uncovering and discovering your personal brand and, and knowing on paper how good it looks and then carrying that with you is the first step towards exuding any kind of you know, a proposition for moving upward or starting your business or any, or anything else. Uh, the second thing uh, I, I I used very much and I learned very early in my career was the power of informal power, which is it's not always of the power that you're invested in through a role or a title or a job, but it's about what else you do to be able to do extra things in life and grab informal power. Take that opportunity when it comes along because opportunities open up confidence they open up more opportunities so the second thing I want to talk about is you know informal power and the opportunities it gives you but um, thirdly again meet people because there's no substitute the most uh, common thing I hear about networking when I when you say the word is it's not for me I don't like it I can't do it how do I go and tell people I'm so good but the people point find is that introducing themselves to strangers just the most <laughs> frightening thing don't they? <laughs> exactly yeah. but the point is there is a way to do it if you're genuine if you're authentic about you know what you can help somebody else in or what's good about you it is such a beautiful lesson for someone else to learn because they can then collaborate with you on what you bring to the table so if you don't tell your story it will remain the best kept secret so i think that, that the ability to get up and feel confident about meeting people and telling them how you can add value to them is possibly a very very good step first step to be able to get up and get going and once you get going you'll just find success beget success you know, one thing begets the other and you'll find soon yourself off that sticky floor. Yeah. Well, there you have it, everyone. <laughs> and I hope that this inspires you and, and that Rishi's story is one that you can learn from just as you would from networking and meeting someone. So um, that is it for our podcast today. But thank you very much for joining us. And um, you can find out more on The Lincolnite soon. You can also ask us any questions you have um, via email, news at thelincolnite.co.uk and leave your comments in the section below the story.